0: Catch a pitch from the Carlton Footy Club. You're listening to the Coaches Panel.
1: Dane Zorko here from the Brisbane Lions. Jason Johansson from the Western Bulldogs. Luke Parker here from the Sydney Swans. It's
2: Rory Sloan here from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. That's all, Football Club. This is Nat Fyfe from the Fremantle
3: Footy Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel.
4: Hello, it's MJ from the Coaches Panel, and we are just days away, potentially, from the start of the 2020 AFL season. And recently here at the Coaches Panel, I had an opportunity to head down to the annual AFL Captains Media Day or an opportunity to talk with many of the different AFL captains, get their take on the 2020 season, and some insights about players, positions, some cash cows, and even the captains themselves, the roles they're going to play in 2020. Throughout this episode, you'll hear from Scott Pendlebury, Mitch Duncan, Tom Mitchell. Oh, yes, we'll ask him if he's cherry ripe. Uh, Seb Ross and a whole ton of other players coming up on this podcast episode. We're chatting with Mitch Duncan, uh, arguably the, the best looking man in Geelong Football Club. Is that how
5: we're going to go for it, or oh. would Gaz be shattered at that approach? Well, oh, Tom Hawkins would be shattered. He would be. Um, you're talking Gary Rowan or Gary Abler? Both. <laughs> uh, Gary it Rowan wouldn't be, be said about Gary too. Rowan, would it? <laughs> Surely not. No, it wouldn't be said about me, too. Um, but I'm happy to take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, take every compliment you can oh, get, mate. That's I.
4: okay. Yeah, exactly right. Um, now, first question, how's the body, and are we getting close to seeing you back playing full-time footy?
5: Yeah, yeah, very close. Um, put in, you know, a mountain of work in the last gone kind of six weeks um, on the track and before that in, the, uh, you know, doing the conditioning and the bikes stuff. and stuff like yeah. that, which is uh, <laughs> swimming can get quite tedious at times, but... Yeah, I, I, I am close and um, I took a few more sessions off this week and hopefully we'll be able to play a VFL game which is um, set on Friday night and then um, all barring a mishap or you know, not obviously in good enough form. Um, on, hope, good 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 enough form hopefully hopefully might be, uh, be able to put my hand up for round one. So. Um, yeah, we'll just have to see how that goes the next couple of weeks.
4: And you guys have got a little bit of change coming through the midfield, unfortunately with Tim Kelly moving yep. on. But guys like Brent Narkel seem like they're more than filling the void, as much as you would have loved TK around yep. still.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Jack Stephen we saw or yesterday in the in the Marsh Cup game in Kolak. He gone hasn't really lost too much. Um, you can really understand why he won uh, four BNFs at Sydney, the way he trains, and um, you know, he's just a workhorse. So. Um, looking forward to, to playing with both those players, um, you know, in the coming future.
4: Yeah, and you got a couple of fresh-faced kids that look like they're really pushing for a round one debut as well.
5: Yeah, there's there's plenty coming through. It uh, keeps the old blokes like myself on our toes, and um, you know, continue. Drives us as well. So, um, you know, we want that improvement from them, but it continually drives us as well. And I think everyone on the list needs to improve before we want to take it to that next step. Yeah, and what sort of role are we going to see you playing in 2020, man? Uh, probably very similar on the wing and, um, you know, pinch it through the midfield. Um, I suppose have that versatility a little bit, which is obviously important in the game at the moment, but can sometimes be a bit of a for you never stuck in one position, but. Um, yeah, I think through the midfield and on the wing, yeah, pretty similar to last year. Nice, man. Appreciate your help. Thanks, mate.
4: We're chatting with Dane Zorko, who every time I see you, I will let you know you are the tallest man always in the room. And uh, how does that, is getting taller every year?
1: Yeah, I am actually. Uh, what am I now? 5'1". So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it, a good
4: feeling. Getting it done, pretty impressive year from, from your boys, didn't quite end the way you'd like, but some big recruits in the offseason some kids have really developed too. really having a big crack at 2020 I'm sure
1: yeah yeah, absolutely Um, quite optimistic with the talent that we've got coming through Um, you know picked up a young kid called Devin Robertson which you saw on the weekend played extremely well very proud with how he's sort of developed um yeah, we got Camilla Shulman, Grant Burchill, Cal Archie that have all come in, fitted in really nicely into our system. So, uh, yeah, another big year. Uh, but our key message is we just want to constantly improve. We want to keep improving. If we keep improving, then we put ourselves in a good position.
4: Yeah, you mentioned a couple of you know great recruits that have come in, one through the draft. Uh, and, but a guy that's been around a little bit is Brandon Stasavage. Yep, we're going to see him having a go in round one. direction
1: Oh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I'm not picking the team, but but if you were, if I end. was, I'd have him in. Yeah, I think he's had a fantastic year. He's got so much X-factor about him, and I think there's so much untapped talent there uh, that he's going to be a very, very good player in the future.
4: Yeah, I think so too. Are we going to see a similar role from you, predominantly mid, but getting some time forward, or is there a bit of a change with you know you mentioned these talented kids coming yeah. through the mids?
1: Well, it's it's hard to um, really get a gauge in it at the moment, but I reckon I'll be playing predominantly forward, which I'm more than comfortable with. Um, and if the midfield needs me they need me um, but other than that I'm happy just uh, working my craft down there with Charlie and uh,
4: seeing what we can do down there mate you'll create a dynamic duo well done mate thank you very much uh, chatting with Josh Kennedy one of the captains and long time leaders of, of the Sydney Swans mate are you excited and ready for another big season
6: yeah I am it's going to be a uh, pretty uh, great year I think. Thing. I think it's a really even competition uh, certainly even the last couple of years tipping um, footy tipping is gone out the window because any team can beat anyone on any given day. So I'm looking forward to seeing what we bring, uh, if we, how we can improve, and, and look forward to implement those.
4: Well, you've got some really talented young players that have come through, to Stevens, Will Gould, even Ollie Florence. Really looks like he's taken it to another level this preseason.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ollie's in his, his third year now or, or fourth year. So, um, you know, these, these guys, I'm really excited to see how they can implement all their hard work that they've put in throughout the pre-season uh, into this year and help us get better as a team.
4: Uh, and how far away uh, is Buddy Franklin away from getting a crack into the
6: team? Uh, not far at all, at all. He's running now, he's training. Um, so it's, it's just a matter of time. He's, he's kept absolutely uh, in cherry ripe shape fitness-wise, so I uh, don't think it'll be too long.
4: Uh, one of my favourites is Jordan Dawson. Could pretty much kick the ball 100 metres and pinpoint it from anywhere you like. Uh, what sort of role are we going to see from him last year? He's a little bit of a Mr Fix-It across the ground most of the year.
6: Yeah, he's been playing uh, You know, the last few weeks down back. Um, he's really straightens it up, as you said, with that... that he's kicking, uh, he's building an inset mark, so I think we'll be seeing a bit of that coming this year.
4: And uh, what about for your good self, mate, just being the rocker Gibraltar through the mid- midfield Locker again, right? that's uh, not the nickname you've ever got, is it? What is the worst nickname you've ever got, by the way?
6: The worst nickname? Yeah, the worst nickname. Uh, not too sure, mate. You not too sure. To keep it yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's, that's right. Fair enough, um, man. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm feeling pretty confident and fit and, and ready to go, so uh, you know, I'm ready to do what, what the team needs me to do, whether it's in the midfield or um, helping the younger players develop or uh, whatever it is, I'm, I'm ready and willing to do it.
4: I'm sure you're doing that, mate. Good on no you. Worries. Good luck. Good you. Cheers, mate. <laughs> you're chatting with Rory Sloan, uh, the brand new, not really new Adelaide Crows captain anymore, but solo for the first year, mate. Uh, how does that feel, that great responsibility you've got now to lead the club?
2: Um, oh, look, I mean, I've always felt like I've had a... Certain responsibility, Um, being a senior bloke at the footy club, just to to take a bit of leadership. I mean, last year sharing one of my best mates was one of the years I'll cherish forever too, so in techs that is. Um, but yeah, I mean, mate, I'm just excited. We've got we've got a lot of change that has obviously happened over over the summer. I mean, new coaches, um, a lot of young guys coming in, so it's exciting time at the, at the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, you
4: got some incredibly talented kids too. Chase Jones looks like he's going to be a player. Shane McAdam yep. can pretty much take him from the roof of the Adelaide Oval. We're we going to see some of these guys get their chance round one.
2: Yeah, 100. percent I mean. Um, Chase, I mean, you know a lot about um, Ned McHenry, Darcy Fogarty has played, I mean, Miles Paholke's played some great footy for us too. And these kids have had great summers. Tyson Stengel, Shane McAdam, he's one of the most exciting blokes, and I've seen the most improvement probably from him. Um, so it is. It's an exciting time. We've still got this really strong core group of players that have played a lot of senior footy, and then you inject this excitement around, I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah, it seems
4: like, whether it be just the outside noise, feels like it's written the club off and it's destined for the bottom of the ladder, but you're right. Most of your, your core players from the past few years are all still at the club. Is that exciting? Kind of have the pressure
2: off for the first time in a few years? Yeah, I mean, I mean internally we still um, I just, like want to play finals, want to win finals, and and ultimately win the premiership, that's, I mean, that's an internal goal. But externally, yeah, I mean, people can write us off. I mean, there's been a lot of change, so that's generally what happens. But, yeah, we're excited by the challenge, mate.
4: Mate, you're going to do great this year. Congrats. Thanks very much. Chatting with Scott Pendery of the Collingwood (laughs) Football Club. It's been a long pre-season for you boys, but it looks like you're really cherry ripe and going to have another big tilt at going for a premiership.
7: Um, Yeah, that's the aim. So, yeah, got through our pre-season, got a clean bill of health leading into round one and... um, pretty excited to, to get to this point, and now we've just got to get through today, and um, yeah, get to, get to round one, and everyone will be very excited. Uh, one
4: of your recruits didn't get a heap of attention in the off-season, was it Darcy Cameron, but he looks like he's going to provide a real nice chop-out for Brodie, and also you know, press for yeah. forward selection, and yeah, well, make put, it tough.
7: Yeah, well, put pressure on um, our key position stocks, which is something that we need, um, Yeah, and he played well in the first Marsh game, so... Um, yeah, he's come in from Sydney. He can definitely take a mark. He's a big fellow that um, adds to our depth in those stocks. And as you said, he'll, he'll push for, for round one selection.
4: And it must be really nice. You, you mentioned that clean bill of health where you've got had guys like, you know, Jamie Elliott's had not a whole heap of luck, even Jordan Degoe, his hamstrings yeah, at times. Yeah. So it must be nice to see these guys up front knowing they're yeah. going to be there for
7: Yeah, it. it's great. And, and personally for them guys too to just do what they like doing. Um, nothing worse than seeing guys in rehab and not being able to just do the thing that, they love doing, you know, that's taken away from them, so you know, both those guys that you mentioned um, hopefully Tommy Langdon can get back by mid-season, Levi Greenwood Lyndon Dunn, so we've got a couple of guys that are injured, but they're all on their way back, which is positive
4: Training with Trent Cotchin uh, two-time Premiership captain no doubt, mate going for number three, I'm sure
8: <laughs> Well, that's the plan, yeah, as is 17 other club captains here today, so um a no bit excited, I think the, club, uh, the clubs are all really evenly placed in 2020 and looking forward to it well and your games you
4: know it's been incredible we've the diversity of your game change over the past couple of years but not just for you but the improvement of the entire side there's still more improvement in the group too isn't there
8: yeah absolutely yeah i'd like to think so um you know and then even we look at our youth and you know across the preseason, some of the, the performances we've seen from our young midfield and um forwards as well. It's, it's been great to watch and exciting for our future.
4: Yeah, and you've got some talented kids. Sydney Stacks, one of those guys that wasn't part of the Premiership. Um, Jack Graham's going to come back into the side. It's looking really good for your boys, isn't it?
8: Yeah, it is. It is. I'd hate to be on the selection panel for uh, Round 1 because um, I'm sure there's going to be some disappointed boys, but you know, I think it's also a credit to the way the club runs our VFL program. They they, uh, they love it. It's a great environment and gives them plenty of opportunity.
4: Good chatting with Steve Barossa The Six Kilda Footy Club, mate, you have moved about a m- 10 centimetre radius, <laughs> since we've seen you here all morning. How, how does the captaincy responsibility sit on the shoulders,
3: <laughs> mate? Yeah, this is this is the first time I've ever ever done this, so this is good not having to move around the room. Um, free breakfast. Free breakfast. Got a free lunch coming up. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know how the captaincy sits. Uh, it's because, well, Gears, is, I'm still vice, vice yeah, captain. Yeah. yeah, we know. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I'd like to like be doing it in a different circumstance because when I've had to captain the footy club it usually means Gears has either been injured uh, which has been the case particularly last year missing 17 games so having to skip the side for 17 games last year was something I didn't expect um I learn a lot from that experience, but yeah. um, I'd still prefer him to be here today than me. Yeah, no, fair
4: <laughs> enough. And plenty of change has come to the footy club over the past 12 months. New captain and, and just an absolute bucket load of talent to walk through the door through the trade period. Yeah. How are you feeling about, you know, some of the new teammates you've got and some of the skills
3: are going to bring to your side? I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited this year. I think, well, I've said to some of the other media quirks is that it's been quite refreshing. Uh, i had a fair bit of, bit of change upstairs, Rax is new, but he was already there, but someone like David Rath and um, Ruffhead, they've bought new things to um, to the upstairs department, and then to have six mature age guys come across the trade period and pre-season period, and then three draftees, and I think out of those guys, five of them probably are now starting 18, so that's a quarter quarter of the team that's going to be running out different um, in about 10 days' time, so it's been refreshing, it's been exciting, and yeah, I've loved every minute this pre-season.
4: And then there's a guy that is not new to the club, been around for a little while, but we're finally going to get to see Max King get yeah. launched out on the club. That must be exciting. Seeing what you've seen behind the scenes, yeah. now Saints fans are really getting a chance to see what he can do.
3: Yeah, and I think... I don't know, I just sort of, as a, as a teammate and as a player, I always try and hold myself back a little bit about talking about uh, a prospect like Max King because... Um, the end of the day, he's, he's a person, and he, uh, he's, he's a 20 year old kid. You don't want to hit you, don't, I don't want him to feel like he's got the world of expectations on his shoulders because there's going to be he'll, if he's in the round next week, there'll be 21 other blokes running around out there with more experience than he is, so mm-hmm. those guys can shoulder the load and uh, just let him get down to business. But I think, I think he's had a pretty unique start to his career, he's done it tough, and I think. Uh, for any players that have ever spent like a long stint in rehab, it's, it's, it does them—boss, does them, it's a shitty place to be. It does them the world of good in terms of their professionalism. Uh, from a gratitude point of view, how much you miss actually training and playing with the boys. So I'm just more excited to be running out there with him, and, and hopefully he's someone that I can just kick the footy. And if it comes off my knee, he'll probably still be able to mark it and You're a good get player, there. Right? Yeah.
4: Hey, good to see you, man. Yeah. All the best. Thanks, Got any buddy. It? Good to see you. Chatting with Tom Mitchell, mate, the question you've been asked probably 832 times. How are you feeling? Good to see you going round one, mate, I'm sure.
8: Yeah, no, I'm looking looking forward to it and, um, yeah, I've gained some confidence uh, from the two Marsh games so far. And, yeah, I'm just excited to play footy again. It's been a long time out and looking forward to getting back out there.
4: Mate, you've done well, but in your absence, there's been some other kids that have really stand up. Warpedo's done his job. And uh, it looks like that midfield's really filling out nicely.
8: No, it is. Um, you know, Warps took his game to another level last year, and Chad Wingard played more time in the midfield last year. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing with those two. I haven't played a lot of footy. I haven't played none with Chad so and much with Warps. So just looking forward to being out there, enjoying ourselves, and seeing what we can do. Uh,
4: chatting with Jack Zeeble, the uh, the captain of the North Melbourne Football Club. Mate. Some kids are starting to turn it on for your footy club, aren't they? you got blokes like Tazza Thomas is really starting to emerge. He looks like he's going to be a serious player for you.
0: Yeah, we've got a, a young uh, bunch of players that have been um, pressing their claims and, and have really improved over the last year or two, and uh, we're hopeful that that's that's the case again in 2020. And, I mean, you mentioned Taron Thomas. He had a great year last year for his first year, and... Um, we're expecting him to, to go to another level again in, in year two. And um, other guys like Nick Larkey and, and Cam Zerha, um, guys that have come into our footy team like Jack Marnie and Aiden Bonner as well, um, are all pressing their claims and have also improved. So it's an exciting time to, to be a North Melbourne supporter and we're looking forward to the year ahead. Where are we going to see Aiden in the year? Because
4: you guys are absolutely stocked on the inside. Where are we going to see him play uh, for your footy club this year?
0: Well, I think he's an inside midfielder, but he's also got the ability to go forward as well. So we are building quite a bit of depth through that midfield, which I think you need. Um, in the modern day footy um, and with him Um, Myself, Ben Cunnington, Sean Higgins, Jay Anderson, these guys can all go and play forward as well. So it just adds to that midfield rotation. Um, So I'd expect him to be playing that midfield split with forward a little bit this year when he gets his opportunity. Yeah, nice.
4: And a guy that's really kind of caught people's attention over these past couple of Marsh Series games is Curtis Taylor. Really classy sort of player. What are you guys hoping to get out of him this year?
0: Well, he's another guy who got a taste for it last year. I think he played two or three senior games and um, has really had an, And really impressive pre-season. He's really gone to work and got fit and strong and um, he's a very capable player. He's very talented. I think we all saw his mark against the Bulldogs a couple of weeks ago and um, his ability to to get the job done as a mid-forward, it's a pretty tough role at times, um, but his ability to work and his work ethic, I think is going to hold him a really good stead in that position for us. And
4: you, similar sort of split to what we've seen over the past couple of years in terms of
0: your role? Yeah, I've said in the past, and I'll, I'll continue to say that I'm dictated to by the coach, um, but what we've discussed is probably a 50-50 split, mid and forward, um, depending on what the team needs each week. So, as I said, we've got that flexibility in the midfield uh, to be able to rotate a few guys forward, and, and we expect that to be the same issue.
4: Mate, appreciate your time. Done. So, about- there you go. That is what some of the AFL captains have to to say about their team, their role, some cash cows, and what maybe we could expect in the 2020 AFL Fantasy Super Coach and Dream Team season. The preseason, God willing, is almost done and dusted, and the 2020 season is not too far away. On that, our 2020 cash cow guide is out now. It is ready for you to go, download, and check out for all our Patreons, who are loyal fanatical fans of the coaches panel if you want to join the patreon army it helps keep the coaches panel doing what it's doing and also gives you exclusive content like that cash cow guide over 50 pages looking at every single cash cow we have and as we talked about on our most recent podcast episode there are plenty of options in-depth analysis on every single cash cow, their job security, and their scoring potential. It's a must-read for every fantasy footy coach you want to get into the Patreon army and get a hold of that. The Midweek Trade and Strategy podcast is not too far away, and as I've said a few times now, hopefully the preseason is done and round one is underway.